0: What's cooking and brewing, cool cats? Welcome to the My Disney Podcast.
1: Oh, you have man.
0: You, you have your Disney detective Greg and
1: your number one host, Ghost, Ghost, Ghost host Chris.
0: It's he's so good he has to say ghost four or five times. That's a Greg fact. Whoa! It's been a while for a Greg fact.
1: Yeah, but your Greg facts are supposed to be like fake.
0: Okay, so now you say that you know, hey, hey, it's a Greg fact,
1: so it's true. You kind of went in and out, so nobody could hear you.
0: Oh god, really? It's a Greg fact, so of course it's true. Okay.
1: You have,
0: to have faith. Have to have faith in the
1: facts. Faith in the facts. All right, that sounds like a sounds like a thing. Um, that is very true. Very true. It is a thing. All right, you guys. So we're gonna have a fun little ranting and r- raving and uh, riffing, riffing and ranting, killing. raving, riffing. I am trying to go with an R theme because we went ranting, raving, riffing, remembering, remembering, um, remembering, rambling. How? Remembering, uh, rambling like that. Uh, mesmer? No, that's mesmerizing. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't start
0: with an R. Yeah. It could be. Ooh recapping recapping and Uh, uh, finally resting
1: Uh. so I will rest rest yeah and be reassured that these are our memories folks all right we're done with that we'll stop I promise you guys all right so today we're gonna kind of just have a little bit of back and forth talking about some of our favorite Disney memories Um, there are a lot of them so it's really gonna be tough for me to choose I can't I can't think of all, them. there's way too many. Okay, Uh-oh. sidebar.
0: It seems like this is how you start off with like every one of our list podcast. Like, oh, it's really tough. I can't really choose. It's really hard to choose. Well, here's you the thing. disclaimer with that. You well, always here's... start out with
1: that. I love it. It's so funny. Well, here's the thing. I mean, eventually I would like us to talk about the resorts, get a little bit into it and stuff like that, but I want to wait until we get back together and then we can actually yes. exchange notes and do some other things. So really right now with the COVID situations, this is really good for our top five. Because um, then we want to get back into Marvel, we want to get into some of the other movies and this, you know, a bunch of different things. Um, because I'm not going to lie, there have been some pretty sweet things that have come to uh, Disney Plus. That's awesome. Have you seen uh, Pop Culture? Yes. That is I love so- Pop Culture. It was great. A- what was
0: your favorite episode?
1: Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, of course. I actually skipped that one.
0: <laughs> Why? because it just didn't do it for me when I watched okay so as you know I watched Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time like six months ago didn't do it for me so when it came on that I was like you know what I'll skip it my favorite one I think was the Chronicles of Narnia that was that was pretty cool
1: I don't know folks but I'm trying here people I'm trying hard to make sure that he listens I mean watches all of the um uh movies and like one of them is the nightmare for christmas and he, he just doesn't like it folks like anybody sorry. who's a fan of hot topic does not like you right now oh. <laughs> it's okay i'm not really a big fan of hot topic sorry
0: not oh,
1: a oh <laughs> lord lord and Lord. box lunch box lunch groupie over here Did you do know box lunch is owned by like hot topic right that's their sister oh is that so? Yeah, that's well, true. Well,
0: their sister, I like better.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Um, So we're going to just have some fun kind of talking about some of our memories and things like that. I mean, it's not going to be anything, you know, specific. It's not going to be like our saddest Disney memory or our happiest or our worst. or It's going to be a culmination of things. So it's, it could be all those things. It could be none of those things. It could be, I think those are really the only options there.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this is just on a whim. We're ad-libbing. We're just building off of each other. This isn't a, like a really big predetermined episode, but I think one that we have enough stored in our minds to effectively get out to you. And then we also want you guys to share with us what your favorite memories are down in the
1: parks. So please let us know. See, here's the thing. I feel like people are just like, wait a minute, you didn't plan for this? We did plan, people. We had a plan to do a different topic And um, Samantha, our amazing uh, internet manager, media manager, thing like that, guru, and the one who's going to be starting her very own um, cooking tutorial channel on YouTube. I'm excited for that. We actually just started recording. If any of you guys saw the Instagram photo, uh, I am working on that edit right now. It's going to be very good. Very nice. But um, she was not able to make it. My wife was not able to make it because she wanted to do this as well, but little kids have determined that that will not be the case tonight. So, it's just these two little old Disney dogs going at it. Right? Just us old uh, Disney fans. And for those of you who don't know, uh, this end of this week, so uh, actually the start of next week, if we want to be technical, uh, May 31st, the Disney ghost host, that is me, is having his 32nd birthday happy so,
0: birthday to you
1: Oh uh, yeah. i am six years older than you greg wow doesn't feel like it yeah i don't know if that says you're you young. wait you're you're, you're 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 young at heart
0: don't worry you're young at heart it was supposed to be a compliment Just take it like that
1: <laughs> i was gonna say does that mean you look old or i look young
0: you, you look young, because I've been told I even look younger than my 27 self. So.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things. But, so why don't we get ahead and get on after it? So, great. I'm going to start this strong. I don't know how many we got, people. There's no exact list. We're just like Greg said. We're ad-libbing. We're going back and forth. This is going to be very spontaneous. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, be warned. There, the may, there may be some rants and some tangents <laughs> along the way. But you guys know that from us. This is how me and Greg interact. We just go from one thing to another, to another, to another, to another. That's what we do. How we operate. All right, Greg, so what do you got for me? What what would you start off with? So, okay,
0: this one is more of a particular funny memory. Um, When it was happening, when I was witnessing it, it wasn't really funny. It was like, what is going on? So this happened about four or five years ago and my family, whenever we would go to Epcot at night, we would always love to see the British invasion, um, or I think now it's called the British Revolution Band in the UK pavilion. Mm-hmm. So we would always stop there, maybe order some fish and chips at the Yorkshire County Fish and Chip Shop, and then we would just sit there, listen to their set, and then uh, we would go on about our night. So uh, we got there a little bit earlier, so we were in the garden and it was just, you know, benches were open so we we sat down closer to the stage and so we're just chilling there you know waiting for our fish and chips to arrive because my parents were ordering it and then all of a sudden this other family comes in Um, the family is a little bit younger than ours so the kids were probably like six and four and they were from spain at least i think that they were from spain uh, just because they were speaking spanish um, and so they were, the kids were a little rambunctious. They were running around within the hedges and the maze of the garden, which is nice and cute and all. Um, and then the parents, they were sort of tending to their uh, infant uh, uh-huh. in a stroller, okay? And then all of a sudden, you know, like the kids were laughing. The older one was a girl she's again, about six or seven. And then the younger one was about, you know, four or five. Um, and, that, and that was a boy. They were giggling throughout the maze, and then all of a sudden, dead quiet. I was like, what's going on? So I look up because I was probably looking at like a Disney map or something. And then not probably 10 feet away from me was the kid, was the boy. And he was just staying there like this. Uh, completely silent. He looked like he was in pain. And I was like, what is going on? Oh, and I then, think I
1: see where this is going.
0: And then his sister was a little bit off to the side, and she's like, Oh no, oh no. Like she was getting a little, a little, a little bit, uh, I don't know, just a little worried. Um, and so she started running to get to her parents and then the kid all of a sudden rips this huge fart. I'm talking like, it echoed. It was that, it was that loud. And that like, that startled myself. I was like, whoa, I did not know that little body could create something that sounded like a foghorn. Yes. Yeah. And then I looked down.
1: Yeah, it there it head. is. There
0: along is. along his... his. Well, he was wearing shorts. so Along his legs was like... Oh. It, around. <laughs> it just... Yeah, and again, he was to the age where he wasn't wearing a diaper. You know? So I think he just couldn't hold it in any longer or it was just so painful. He had to let it out and maybe something else came with the fart. So, um, all of a sudden, I'm just standing there and then the dad comes around, comes running over, picks him up. And uh, he, he like just army carries the guy, um, you know, probably to the most like to, to the closest rest stop. Um, and just leaving my family and I were like, what just happened? I was <laughs> uh, <laughs> not expecting that um, from, you know, like a nice playful beginning to all of a sudden, okay, he crapped his pants and
1: <laughs> we need to go
0: <laughs> And safe to say that ruined my appetite so I could not eat for probably another hour hour and a half after that oh, <laughs> but looking geez. back it was so funny oh that's awful Ugh. yeah I know yeah Ew. so that yeah so that's uh we're starting off strong starting off strong with that story I gotta say how can you top that how can you top that Chris
1: I can't all right guys <laughs> Okay, we a good episode you guys have a nice Every one. <laughs> yeah, this is the shortest we've ever gone. Well, it was been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe below. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. People thought I was probably getting there, too. No. Um, so, I guess I'll start off with one of my uh, Disney memories. I'm trying to think. They're... So, I guess I'll start off with this one. So, when I was a kid, I mean, and still to this day, I hate spiders so much I mean they're just awful just awful like when when God created the earth he let Satan create spiders (laughs) oh my god spiders are so disgusting I hate them so much I don't really
0: mind them I mean snakes I can't stand but spiders are okay
1: oh my god I'll take a snake over a spider any day
0: Okay, well, I I actually have a bunch of snakes over here. You want to trade for your spiders?
1: Well, I don't have spiders, so...
0: You don't have spiders? I'm sure there's one, like, crawling in a nook or cranny over there behind you. Dude,
1: did you... There was a statistic, actually, (laughs) that if all the spiders on the planet actually wanted to, they could eat every... They could eat all the human beings on the planet within a year. Wow.
0: That is scary. But it's also, like, what, like, a mind melt? Like, okay, we're going to eat some humans. (laughs) Let's get some meat.
1: Like, that's, like... Holy cow.
0: Yeah. I wonder wow. So then yeah, I mean insects like triple or quadruple the amount of humans on this planet easily.
1: They're oh, everywhere. way more than that. Yeah. You know how many different like you know how many different like species of beetles there are? It's probably like what thousands upon maybe maybe millions? I don't know. Probably They're, not millions. Gosh. It's but... insane. <sighs> Life yeah. animals. Whew. And, but yeah, it was one of those things where I just absolutely hate spiders. Right. And um, there's something about them, man. They just make me cringe. Okay? Oh. And so, you know, being definitely scared of spiders. Um, one time we were going to, me and my family, when I was a kid, we went to go to Animal Planet. And I think you might see where this is going we went to the show inside of the Tree of Life. Oh, all right. I'm already there, already there in my mind. You know, that's a, what's that show called, a, a Bug? It's tough to be a bug. It's tough to be a bug. And um, so I'm in there and I'm not a big fan of like the 3D with seeing like spiders on the screen. I'm like, I don't remember. But then when the spiders drop from the ceiling, and these things are big, right? It gets all black and then you see red from the ceiling and spiders drop down. My dad told me, he was like, I've never seen you move that so fast. He's like, you jumped <laughs> off of the of the bench and I just like clung to my dad's leg. <laughs> like, oh my he, gosh. I mean, it was embarrassing. I mean, especially for being a 21 year old. I mean, that was awful. <laughs> but a rim shot. Yeah, I mean, I know. I think I might've been like um, eight years old or yeah, I think about eight years old. Hold on. All right. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm making myself sound bad. Maybe I might have been even 10. <laughs>
0: hey, I, it's your story. You tell it like it is.
1: So it was not good. I was absolutely terrified of that ride when I was younger. So, yeah, that I was... Mean,
0: who wasn't, honestly? Because I was scared of that, too. I mean, especially when it pricks your back, the seat. I would always try my hardest to just sit up, like, really straight and maybe at, like, an acute angle. Yeah. So my back would not touch the back of the chair
1: yeah so that was one of the stories that i have that one was not a fun one for me it's probably funny for my it's still funny for my dad but it was not funny for me i did not like that one bit yeah all right gregory your turn okay so this one's a little
0: bit more recent and one that i really do like to tell um and i'm sure some of you who might be listening uh had the chance to also participate in this but it's being a an extra in the Indiana Jones Epic stunt Spectacular at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah. AKA MGM. It'll always be MGM Studios to me. MGM Studios. Yes. It just you know, it blows off the mouth better. Mm. Just- MGM. MGM. Hollywood Studios. See less, less syllables. MGM.
1: MGM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with okay. you. Anyway.
0: Right? Okay. So anyway, um, this was, again, probably like three years ago. um, And three years ago, probably what made it my 22nd or 23rd Disney trip. So ever since I was a youngin back in the late 90s, we would, you know, we would make it a point to go and see the Indiana Jones Epic Sun Spectacular because it was one of our favorite attractions. Loved watching that. Who doesn't love Indy? So Throughout the years, I was always very shy, never really wanted to get a picture with Indy or Marion after the show. But every so often, like my parents forced me to, which is good because now I actually have photos, you know, with them as we're growing up. And then um, finally, you know, when I sort of broke out of my shell about two or three years ago, uh, I was like, you know what? I think it's cool to take a step up and actually try to be an extra. And of course, the MC has to pick you within a sea of people. You know, yeah. it's always packed, it's always packed. So I'm like, how, how am I gonna stand out? So, you know, it was it was just perfect timing because we came in late during the beginning of, of the attraction. So we were filing into our seat and it was probably, you know, um, they were trying to fit everybody in uh, near the stage. So I was closer to the MC's line of view and we were just all like, you know, filing our way in into the bleachers and then that was when she actually, you know, pointed to my section and said, "Okay, you know, you know, scream, you know, let me know who you who wants to be an extra." And then, literally, without thinking, I just started raising my hands and like just swinging it, going crazy. My and my family's like, "What are you doing? Stop! Just sit down!" So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she's like, "The guy in the red Millennium Falcon shirt." And then my family just stops and they look at me. Black God, they're like, "She actually got picked." I'm like. Excuse me, excuse me. Then I walk back the opposite way to come out. And so, of course, when you're brought onto the stage, they ask you to do something, you know, like either stand on one foot, try to balance, you know, do like a a strut, like you're a model on a catwalk. Um, But for me, they chose me uh, for for me to do uh, my best goofy lap. (laughs) And for me, I've never really been a good impressionist. But I don't know, the magic was with me, man, that day. And when they put the mic to my mouth, I rattled off in this really great, goofy laugh. To this day, one of my brothers is like, they had they, they had you dubbed, man. They, they just put it on through the speakers and goofy laugh. I'm like, no, that was me. So that was pretty cool. I was like, I don't know what came over me. And I'm not gonna do it right now because I'm going to just fail at it. So I'll spare you. <laughs> And after thank that, yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, and then after that, they brought out the other people and then they had to go up to uh, Wardrobe to get our fitting for our robes and turbans for the Cairo scene, <clears throat> yeah. So we walked up there, they had me sign a little bit of, you know, a little waiver um, that would, uh, you know, release them for any from any uh, lawsuits if I were to get maybe, I don't know, singed from the fire that shoots out of the ground, things like how, that. Now,
1: how old were you when you did this?
0: I was, this is like three or four years ago, so past math, I'm, I was like 22, 23.
1: Okay, so you were an adult. Okay, I was gonna be like, wait a minute, how, they would let a 12 year old sign that? Because it's like, <laughs> no, like, if it's a waiver, the adult needs to sign the waiver, not the yeah. kid. <laughs> exactly, dude, he's not playing by the rules. No, I'm just kidding. But I think they ask for
0: anyone who's over the age of 18. Okay. like they won't pick anyone um younger than that, so uh, after I, I got fitted, um they had us um, in a special little reserved bleacher section for the extras, and then um once it was our turn they got they called us back down, and for me, ever since I was young, I really wanted to be the one to do the death scene uh, you
1: know, you know as as
0: they're switching the scenes. Um, just to pass the time, they bring one of the extras out and they actually do a death scene. Um, And for the longest time, I mean, I thought about how to die on that stage, you know, I'm like, should I go for like the quick and painful death? Should I go for the long and excruciating one where I'm walking all around? So I really, I really dove into the psyche of this character that was, you know, playing, which was a, a Cairo merchant, if you will. And so, they lined us up, and I was like puffing my chest out. I'm like, okay, come on, pick me, pick me, pick me. And, man, you know, come unfortunately, uh, come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> but unfortunately, they picked someone else. I'm like, bummer, man. And then at that time, they were still using the fake gun. So they shot him, and the guy just like plopped down. I'm like, really now? Really? I could have sold it. it could have been Oscar winning. And so um, that was a little bit of a letdown. But anyway, they had us um, do uh, sort of be in the Cairo um, marketplace, you know, like looking at rugs or picking up fruit, things like that. So uh, that was a ton of fun because I got to see Indy fight all of the bad guys with Marion in like a different point of view, literally 20 feet away from myself. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. It was awesome. It was just like so invigorating Uh, and uh let me tell you, when, when he shoots at the truck to make it flip over and, like, the fire comes out, yeah. man, I think it singed off my eyebrows, man. It was so hot on, on the stage. It was so insanely hot. Um, but I had the time of my life there. After that, after that show, I went up. Of course, I got a picture with Indy and Marion. And then I went to one of the Indiana Jones gift shops and I got a sign. It's actually right here. Hold on. I got an I got the Indiana Jones sign mug to commemorate it right here. I don't know if you can see. Oh, it. nice! I like that. Yeah. So whenever I look at this, uh, I definitely remember my first ever extra experience. And then a quick little side note: about a couple years later, I wave my hand again during a different show, and I get picked again.
1: Death and... scene this time?
0: No! No! They 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 miss me by one. It was like, oh. I'm like, dude, dude, I'll trade you some dates. Come on, please. Come on. So anyway, that was a ton of fun. But this time, it was actually like last year. No, it was in January. So it was January 2020. And they sort of upset their game. Because for the extras, they actually gave you props to hold this time. I was like, ooh, okay. Getting fancy. Getting fancy. Okay, and then for okay. death scene, instead of, the, instead of the gun, they had the, the blow darts. The whole blow darts. So um still a lot of fun but that death scene has eluded me and by golly i'm going to get it one of these trips i'm gonna get it by golly gosh darling i do say that's a great fact i'm gonna get it one of these trips
1: (laughs) okay i'm done with that i'm done with that if people all right well (laughs) you kind of went quiet greg you're still quiet oh really yeah now you're now you're talking no, nope, now you're like quiet.
0: Elton John? Really? Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can uh, hear you now. One,
0: two. Okay, good. I look like Elton John, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Just take him off. Just, and I just... think it's going to be a long, long
0: time. The touchdown brings me around again Too fast. I'm not the man. Okay. <laughs> your eyes set it off. Whoa. Okay. I'm all done with that. Nice right. segue. So... What's yours, Chris? lay it on
1: us well i'm trying to think of how many i should say all right so i have another spider story i i'll hope I'll, I'll i won't bother saying this time um that once again had to do with animal kingdom but this time okay. it was not a show it was a real tarantula it was like what? but it wasn't a regular tarantula it was like a black and orange tarantula that was like huge are those deadly i don't know it's
0: because it i heard like the smaller the the smaller the
1: deadlier no but this was big it was like i think oh. it's like some kind of like australian bird eating tarantula like it was oh huge and so um me and my wife got into a little bit of a spat that day oh goodness because i uh, probably i was acting a little bit mean uh during some some during some of our fights so we got into a little bit of a fight and uh Drama. my wife was upset Hey Stephanie, I don't know if she can hear me. I'm trying to figure out what, what I did Take wrong. Take, oh, okay. I don't know, but we went to the Animal Kingdom, and I think I have a video of it somewhere. I got to think of where I got it. I know I have the mm. video. I'll, I'll find it and I'll post it. Got evidence. <laughs> but it's we're walking into Animal Kingdom, and um. All of a sudden like I see from a corner. I have my video camera. I'm just walking around, looking around, doing my thing. And then um about I don't know, I could see from like hmm, probably about twenty feet away, <clears throat> I see somebody's holding a box. A clear box. Hey babe. Come here for a second, I gotta ask you a question. I, you don't this have to be life on the,
0: and death. This is important.
1: This is a, just a random question. You don't even have to be on the TV. <laughs> it's not a TV. A, it's a computer. So, for those of you who don't know, I make my wife's life a living, um, not so fun. Uh, <coughs> hockey sick. double hockey sick. <laughs> Reference to last week's episode. Yeah, um, got it. Disney Channel a movie. So, I'm talking about the second spider incident at Animal Kingdom and this is the one when I made you mad. Yeah. What did I do the day before that made you mad?
0: You, my graduation.
1: Oh, it was a graduation thing. She finished her master's degree. Okay. And it was supposed to be a celebration at dinner and I was just being a moody jerk. And <laughs> my wife's giving me that look like, yes you were. And so um, I was just upset that day. The heat was getting to me. I was just being a douche to my wife, which yeah. I am very sorry about. Uh, and my wife's amazing, and I'm just a turd face. Um, no, that was not supposed to be a pun because my skin is brown, I get that. But...
0: it uh, <laughs> didn't even cross my mind there, but... You got but either way.
1: way, so we're in Animal Kingdom, I see this clear box with a gigantic spider in it from like 30 feet away, and I just start bolting it past. I'm like, no, 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 no I do not even want to see that thing. My brother-in-law <laughs> starts chasing me. My brother-in-law is bigger than me, but he, I'm faster than he was, so I started Ooh. bolting. And so... <laughs> My wife tries to catch up and you can hear in the background she's like no wait 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 come back here come back here. And so she finally got me she's like okay I'll I'll leave the whole you ruining my graduation thing. If you come back with me and you have to look at the spider for 30 seconds. And I was like and, and this <laughs> guy who was holding the spider he was trying to be so nice he said it's very gentle it won't hurt you. It's these are very like calm animals they don't do anything because we're much bigger it's it's gonna be fine. And so I see this spider crawling around in the box, right? Like just crawling, crawling, crawling. Just imagine my hands a little spider. And I'm just like, Urgh. and then it starts crawling up the glass. Oh. I'm like, no, no, done, done, <laughs> done. done. Screw that. Get <laughs> it out of here. Burn it. Take a blowtorch and burn that thing. Oh, oh wow. I don't How even care. Pour battery acid on it if you need to. Nuke the place. Well, this escalated quickly. Destroy that thing. I was freaking out the second I started walking up the glass. Oh God, I'm still thinking about it, it gives me chills. But, was it 30 seconds? Did you make it to 30 seconds? Stephanie, did I make it? No, I couldn't even make it 30 seconds. I was good for about like 10 and then it started crawling up the thing and I was like, no, I'm done. Nope, that image of it crawling up, like nope, nope, God, no. Nope. Cause I have this image of it like crawling on my face. Oh. But like seeing the oh, oh. underbelly of it, it, was just like, imagine like, oh, it's okay. And then imagine that thing crawling up. But for yeah. some reason, my brain was like, oh, that's what it would look like if it was crawling on my face.
0: <laughs> Except was... you have like all of like the fur and the bristles.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to contain my language, but that just, oh. <laughs> God, okay. I hate them.
0: How much would you have to get paid for them to put a spider on your shoulder? What would, what would we have to promise you?
1: Oh my God, for you to be okay with that, like <laughs> a little daddy like long leg. like a daddy long leg, a tarantula. Oh, fuck!
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some thinking on this. Cause oh my this God, no! A fun exercise right now.
1: No, my uh, wife, my wife thinks I probably have close to a phobia
0: with this. Oh no, I I think you have a arachnophobia for sure.
1: Well, no, I don't have arachnophobia because if there's a spider on the wall that's tiny, I can kill it. That's not the problem. So it's not a full-blown phobia. A phobia is completely okay. paralyzing; that you can't live your life normally. Um, I think maybe, yeah, it's a phobia. It's
0: what the the spider or the insect gets to a certain size. No, a phobia.
1: Uh, my wife's better. No, at no, that no. She's... no.
0: I mean, I mean, I, I mean for you. It's like, is it? is there like a certain size that where it's like okay like the spider is now this big or yeah like so the spiders
1: like if i see spiders like in the woods and they're like you know this tiny it's like yeah that's all right but as soon as they start getting to like this big no screw that okay (laughs) you're out you're done 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 donezo i did landscaping before and um i would see spider webs and just because i had no idea how big the spider was that made it I would just avoid that section (laughs) to do the landscaping because I hated it that much. Or I would take Take my scenic route. (laughs) Or I would take a weed whacker and just like, oh my God. Like, no. Uh -uh.
0: People are seeing a bonus. Oh, that's so funny. Because at the lake, um, on our pier, there are a ton of spider webs everywhere.
1: That's actually very common, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just everywhere from from like the post to the ground on our boat lifts there's everywhere no. and we actually have bats we have bats out by our lake house which is good because they eat the insects so you should like that I'm down with bats I don't mind flying. oh bats are fine but I'm saying that they're your saviors because they eat the spider
1: yeah oh gosh okay that was my second story that wasn't even supposed to be my main story but that turned into another main story it sort of did it sort of did. Well, it mainly was two oh, man, minutes of me freaking out of the idea. But, all right, go ahead, Greg, your turn. Wow. All right. So this one
0: happened at Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn in Tavern at... Ooh, Pecos uh, Bill. In, yes, yes, at Frontierland and Magic Kingdom. So This one was all still probably around, like, the early 2010s. And we were just chilling by... Oh, you were in uh, high one, school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I think actually I just started college. So it was 2011. Yeah. So I was, I just started my first year at UWW. Warhawks. Powered by tradition. Let's go. <laughs> um, hey, and, calm down. Okay. Hey, my college, my university. Um, so back to the story. We were just, I think, trying to formulate a game plan of where we were going to go because I think we had Splash Mountain fast passes that weren't uh, ready for probably another thirty minutes. We're like, okay, well, should we stay in Frontierland? Should we go to Tomorrowland? Maybe try to ride Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin? We do Pirates. So we were trying to figure it out while one of my brothers went and got a churro, and uh, my youngest brother, he is a churro fiend. He's obsessed with that, and he can eat like twenty churros. A day down at disney that's like yeah. his diet pretty much um so anyway that's we're waiting for him to <laughs> right but hey you you walk 10 12 miles a day you burn it right back off uh so we're
1: waiting not for him to in disney it world that's like the actual like how is it that you can eat so much crap food be sweating and walking 20 miles a day and still lose no weight and actually dude, gain more weight no dude I, no 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 well, well see for me i'm the opposite i lose weight when i go on disney because
0: i walk so much I'm sweating I lose probably like two to
1: three pounds every trip you have nothing to lose
0: yeah see I don't know I think it's just my metabolism or something I don't know
1: okay sorry you
0: I saying. do walk a lot yeah so he was getting his churro we were like all, all sitting around this one tree and it was right out in front of Pecos Bill and we saw this family, they came out with a tray with, you know, their uh, their tacos, and I think there was a burger and some chicken, mm. and um, they put it down on an outdoor table, and just perched up on one of the, like, open, open walls was, I think it was like a, a pelican or a stork or something like that. It was big and white, had a really long beak, and it was just eyeing that family's lunch. It was just eyeing it. Like he was he was not breaking he was not breaking the gaze. He was just looking down there. Really, 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 really like he was it was so eerie because he was not moving.
1: And then had this weird image of what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Yeah. And so anyway, he's just staring
0: down, just like I'm gonna I'm gonna get their food. And then off to the side of them, two birds fly up, all right? And they're a little bit smaller and they're gray birds. I don't know exactly what kind of um, breed or type they were, but they like flanked them. So now they're looking at the food. I'm like, something's gonna go down here. Something's gonna go down, it's gonna get real. And so I'm just trying to like watch this unfold. Like the family, I I think the mom and one of the sons went in to get, you know, like the condiments, things like that. So it was just with, it was just the dad and, his daughter there and the daughter was on her phone and the dad was i think on like the disney map um and so it was like unguarded food there and then so i i looked at that stork, and he hopped like he hops like like one hop every like maybe 10 15 <laughs> seconds he's like just slowly getting like closer and closer to like the angle at which he's gonna go down and just dive it. yeah
1: i'm
0: like Okay, they're getting really still. Should I warn the family? Cause like, I don't know what's gonna happen. But again, like, there's no guarantee that the bird is gonna get the food. Like, I don't even know. Like, maybe, maybe he just likes the way it looks. I don't know. So, um, the bird, I, I saw the bird like extend its wings like this, like he's about to jump. Yeah. And then the mom comes out with the condiments with the sun, and then the bird is like, oh, gets a little frazzled, and so she sits down, and then the bird like looks away, and then. Like, he looks back and then he hops a little bit closer. It's <laughs> like, oh great, here it goes again. The, the family's completely oblivious. As they should be, because like, you know. Um, and then, and then mayhem strikes, okay? Like, the snap of my fingers, the bird then just dives down and then the two little ones are just like flying up above. Okay, so it's like a concerted effort. The stork comes down and, <laughs> and hits the woman woman's head with with its wing so she's like what's going on and then she by the time <laughs> she was about to bite the burger so she drops the burger right and so the stork was like it was like a distraction and then the two birds one of the small ones picks up the bottom bun and the other one picks up the actual meat patty and the other bun and then they just fly back and then the stork then just like looks at the mom and then like flies back up and then all three of them like come back together They rendezvous. And they just start pigging out on this burger. And then the mom's like, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And she runs back inside. And by that time, I'm just like dying right now. And I'm the only one who's watching this out of my family. And they're like, Greg, what are you doing? Like, These three birds just attacked a woman for a hamburger. And it was like they were doing like a dog fight in the air. Like, I could just see you that know, like. Just like conniving, like okay, here's the perfect plan, guys. When well, she sits down, about to take a bite, we die. We get it, and then it happened. <laughs> it was so, it was so funny. Like, thankfully, nobody was hurt. But yeah, the birds got a free hamburger out of it, and the woman probably, you know, was was a little too frazzled for her own good. Noise. <laughs> yep. And then we got a churro, and then uh, we went on Splash Mountain and got wet. So there you go. Fun. Yeah, that's the story.
1: So. Um, so what time is it here? Cause
0: Does anybody really know what time it is?
1: We've been going at this for about 30 minutes and I think we each got a lot more stories to go through.
0: What? Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: that's crazy. So how about this? How about yeah, you each do one. one story each? One more. Cause okay. then we can save some more for later for a different episode. Sure. sure. All right. All right, Chris, you're up. I'll, I'll do Give one up. here. Okay. That, um, uh, Dang, this is tough. Um, um, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. okay, okay, okay. I'll pick one of my favorite memories um, because there's a conglomeration of some that I have that- um, Good word,
0: good word. I like that word,
1: conglomerate. That I'll wait until later to do. Um, so here's one. So, me and my wife um, were planning on going to Disney. I think this was the uh, summer of two thousand and twelve. I was like, wait, when when did we get married? I know I got engaged <laughs> the summer before we got married. Okay, so it was summer of two thousand twelve, and we were at Disney. Now I had bought the ring beforehand and my one of my close friends and his girlfriend came down with us and then we were down with my wife's family so we had this whole thing planned out and i called disney like a week in advance saying hey this is what i'm planning on doing you know when you guys help me and they're like yeah just go down to the guest service and tell them what you want to do the day you get there or the week you get there and whatever and they'll help you plan something out so i called multiple days out of the week just to confirm like can we do this can we do this and everybody's like yeah so we get down to Disney in the beginning of the week. I go there, and they're like, "Yeah, we can do something." And they're like, "Just let us know a little bit closer towards the date." So, I think this was like, what day was it? I think it was like a Wednesday. Um, I go to the service desk, and they're like, "No, we can't. We can't do anything. We can give you a pin and help you out." And I was like, "What? Give you a pin? Dude, make it all, all better do- with a pin." Dude, I wanted to do something fun for my wife's. Yeah. Uh, engagement so that didn't happen so I was getting very bummed and I was trying to see what who else could I talk to what else could I do and I didn't think it was gonna be so they okay I might I might end up just being able to propose somewhere at Disney World and she might enjoy it well it just so happened there was a parade going on or a little show going on and I saw this guy there and he had two headphones in, headsets in, like one in each ear. so I was like oh this this guy's got to be super important yeah going hardcore so I go up to him and I talk to him because he because he was one of the guys that like at the end like he was radioing making sure everything was going well you know coordinating everything. So I was like okay so it looks like this guy might know something that he could do even if it wasn't anything big you know might be able to be like hey you know we'll stop the show you know come back tomorrow same time we'll stop the show we'll let you do something you know yeah. something small like that. I was like okay so I go up to him He's like okay um let me get your number and I'll see what I can do. And I'll call you later today. And I was like, okay. So I was—I didn't have super high hopes because I was like, oh, man, this guy's busy. He's not gonna do anything. You know, I thank him for at least being, you know, nice to me and you know trying to make me feel better. Um, yeah. But then he calls me later to, that day. He's like, okay, so here's what I got planned. Uh, you guys are gonna get here right away in the morning for rope drop. I was like, okay. We haven't been done rope drop in a while, and my friends who have never been to Disney, um, they've never seen rope drop. So I was like, let's let's wake up early, do rope drop, and. Um, whatever so I kind of t- and mind you I told everybody in the family the plan um, and my wife was the only one who didn't know so we had to get there early at rope drop and he's like and then what's going to happen is um, the trolley is going to come pick you up um, at, at their uh, train station area in the front I was like okay and so you know we get there and he's like and so I told my family we got to I told, I told my in-laws, I'm like, you guys got to pretend like you're in a fight. Like we're arguing over what we want to do, which is gonna a lot of time until the trolley gets here. So we're, we're spending like 15 minutes like just trying to argue between all of ourselves. My, my wife was getting very upset. She said, I just want to go do something. This is a waste of time. Whatever. And then um, the trolley comes, and this is something else that I told me. Here's what I'm going to have happen. When the trolley gets there, I'm going to have the dapper dancers on the trolley.
0: Ooh,
1: so nice. They were there. They, you know, was, they got us onto the trolley. They were doing their whole acapella thing. We were the only ones on the trolley with them as they were singing out to everybody. You know, we were the oh, first ones cool. there. So it was. A good well, maybe, maybe the first ones on the trolley. No, maybe not the first. I think maybe the first I can't But we were definitely on the top. Of the trolley, yeah. yeah. So they were doing their We got off from that. This was 2012, and we were in August. So, this is not like it is now. When, like, No matter what time of the day, what time of the year, they would show up This was, so, was early enough when you got like, you to the corner. So, we get up in front of the uh, castle, and there's a like, room, really nobody there. So, they get us out. Who do you want us to sing to us? Oh, heavy point to, to that. After, like, that stuff. And the nice thing is, my wife didn't think anything of it because the day before I got picked in the Pirates of the Caribbean area, when Jack Sparrow picks out all the little pirates and whoever wants to be a part of that, race, and I'm like, oh, I want to be a pirate. I love Jack. I love Jack Sparrow. You know, all that stuff. So he picked me, yeah. and I was part of the little show, um, which was weird because I was the only really doll with a bunch of little kids. Whatever it was funny so my auntie thinking she the to be so so i Talking, and I told her this when we were just friends. We weren't even dating at the time. We were just hanging out as friends. And mm-hmm. I told her that, and she knew in her mind. She said, "Oh man, I gotta have. I'm gonna have to marry this guy because that's yeah. exactly what she wanted and that's what I wanted. So it's cool that that actually came to fruition in a really that's cool really way. Cool.
0: Dreams do come true. That's awesome.
1: So yeah, you top that one, sucker."
0: You know what? I don't think I can. I can only uh, tell you what uh, what my next story is, and this is uh, one that involves the
1: Disney Cruise Line. Ah, uh, see, so you see, so you have me beaten. Some I've never been on Disney Cruise. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah, I've, I've gone on four Disney cruises.
0: I've only gone on the Disney Dream boat, uh, which on, honestly wasn't that
1: the wasn't first the dream one.
0: Man. Um, I think the Dream was um, no, the first
1: one fantasy, was Fantasy. Was
0: it Fantasy? No. And, and wonder, okay. or magic,
1: yeah. Disney and then, magic and Disney fantasy, I think.
0: Yeah, because two were made, and then they waited a couple of years, and then another two were made, and the Dream was it's yeah. one of the more recent ones. And they're looking to make two more um, in the next couple of years, which is pretty cool. I think one of them is named the Disney Wish, and then it yeah. will have Rapunzel on the bow. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, four four trips on the Disney Dream. And um, this sort of quickly spans three out of four of them because the first time we were just trying to get um, an understanding of the crew's life and you know what we could do on the boat. So everything which is new and amazing. Yeah. Uh, but for the second trip, I realized that with our our certain agenda or where we go, um, we we always choose like the I think was, I think it's a four day three nighter. It's not the full week one because honestly for me, I probably get too antsy on a boat. Um, so for me, I just like doing maybe half a week cruise yeah. and then I can like hop the parks and finish off a week strong in the parks. But anyway, so we're, we're on um, the uh, the Disney Dream. We sail out of Port Canaveral in Florida and then we make our way to um, Nassau, I do believe. So it's like a day at sea, we, then we go to Nassau. Um, we have the day there. Um, to call and then the next day we traveled to uh, Disney's Castaway Key Island. Yep. Um, it's their own private island. They actually don't own it. They're renting it for like 100 years and the lease is up in, I don't know, like 50 or something. Yeah, They actually shot a uh, part of Pirates of the Caribbean there as well as Flash and a couple other movies. So it was really cool to see that. Um, and anyway, we docked there and that's when I learned that um, when we dock at their private Island at, you know, the morning of that day, they hold a 5k race or run. And for me, I'm a huge runner and especially being cooped up in a boat for, you know, two, two and a half days already. Like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty raring to go and trying to, you know, stretch my legs. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's definitely do this 5k, see what happens. And, um, so a ton of people come in and, um, that was a great experience. I ended up getting first in that 5K. Honestly, I was surprised because there were other people that looked more like a runner than, than, than myself. Like they were like, you know, stretched in. They had like the really lightweight um, running wear, things like that. But yeah, I, I ended up getting first. And then um, about two years later, we go on another cruise. And then I do the 5K again. And then, well, I'm a very competitive person. Um, with myself like i always want to you know one-up myself from the last time i do something it's sort of hard to do better than first place so i was like i have to get first again and uh during the second time around i get second i mean i i get first again for a second time Mm -hmm. so two 5ks two first places and then um my most recent cruise um i was like okay we're doing it again this is like two years ago and um I was like, I, I, I have to do a trifecta. I have to do the, to do the hat trick, get three firsts in a row. And by then, you know, like I've had a couple under my belt and I was just try, trying to scope out the competition. There was this one cross country runner. He was actually training while the ship was, you know, at sea, all the stuff. He was running around the ship. I'm like, okay, this guy, if he's not doing the 5K, I don't know who will, because like this guy, he's, he looks like a yeah. runner. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna set my sights on on this guy. So the day comes and you know, we're at registration, we sign up and sure sure as the sun rises, the guy was there. He was probably, you know, like in his early twenties, a little bit younger than me, probably a collegiate runner, things like that. And I'm like, Okay, this guy, he's gonna definitely, definitely test me. And I was feeling like this guy was going to win. And so we, we, we do the starting gate uh, or we get to the, to the start line. And actually before we do that, we're making our way up. You have to probably walk like half a mile from the boat to the um, starting line. Um, and then, uh, but first I, I went into the bathroom, you know, to just get ready, get mentally prepared. And as I'm uh, in the bathroom, this old man comes next to me in this stall and then without like anything like hi hey how's it going like he just turns to me and says you know what back in the day when I would go to the races I bet on the dog that will go to the bathroom before the race because he usually would win my money's on you kid and then he like <laughs> taps me on the shoulder and he leaves I'm like oh thank oh, you okay. thanks like what are you doing and so like that creeped me out a little bit uh but anyway was that after
1: he touched his stuff or did he not touch his stuff <laughs> Hopefully, so, um, hopefully he didn't with that hand.
0: Yeah, hopefully he didn't. See, that's what I'm wanting to believe. And so anyway, I, I go back out. I, I get to the starting line, and I see him there. And then there are other couple people that you know I think I was sort of gauging that would uh, you know give me a run for my money, no pun intended. And so they fire it off. The, the thing that I think say so we we we. we before we went off the boat, they sort of gave us a rundown of, what, of where the course is. So they gave us like a bird's eye view of a map. I'm like, okay, you know, run here, go around the watchtower, down this runway strip and back. It's a lot easier when they're showing it to you than when you're actually running, you know, on the island. And for me, I've already ran that course two times before. So I know where it goes. The first time I actually ran it, I took a wrong turn and I got lost yeah. a little bit. And that allowed me, um, you know, to really just kick it up, and I, I was actually surprised that I won. But anyway, third time, third race, the most recent one, it starts going. This kid books, he is like running. His strides are long. He's going really fast. I'm like, wow, he is so far ahead of me. But for me, I like to pace myself. Like I do nice, nice, uh, a nice, uh, um, paceful, I guess, stride. Not nothing too fast. Nothing too. Um, Slow because by the end, I'm not as gassed as some of the people swiping, you know, making headway. So he's yards and yards and yards away from me. And during the first turn, I see him take the opposite turn. I'm like, this noob, this noob. And then so I actually catch up to him. And by that time, there are a couple of cast members like, sure, it's that way. And so the kid sort of runs back. And then that's when he like catches up with me. And then he starts to get ahead of me a little bit. Um, and honestly, that was, that was probably like maybe a quarter of the race in. So we had, we still have like a little under three miles to go. And so it was just him and me back and forth and I didn't want to get him out of my sight. So I was trying to play this strategically and there was just one part where it's just a long straight strip. It's just like, it was actually a, a landing strip for planes back in the day. was nice and straight, so he was the one, he was far ahead of me, and I, I, during that strip, I caught up to him, and then I started drafting him. I was, like, right behind him, because I didn't really want to give away my hand on how fast or how much energy I still had left. So I was just, I was just drafting him right behind him, and then when we're about maybe 100, 200 yards away, I was like, okay, like, I don't want him to kick it into gear. I sort of want to, you know, put my stamp on it. Um, So I was waiting.
1: The suspense and, is killing
0: me. <laughs> and so we were we were running around this big curb and it was just lush full with vegetation so I couldn't really see over it and in my mind I, I was like okay once I turn it's probably gonna be maybe 25 more yards left and then boom the finish line because the finish line was different than the starting line a little bit. And so I was like now's the time for me to just kick it into turbo. And so as we're ru- like running around this curb, I all of a sudden peel out from behind him and then just rush past I'm like, I got this. And then after we complete the turn, I'm like, shoot. It's like about a football field and a half. I'm like, I gave away my hand. And I'm just like now in this frantic mode, I'm struggling, I'm running. And so a little bit of key advice, um, a, a key piece of this story was I usually like running, listening to music. Like that gets me pumping, that gets me going. And uh, just on a whim, well not on a whim, my iPod decides to die before the race. Like shoot, okay, well I'm not gonna listen to music. And so fast forward to about 100 yards away from the finish line, I am just, I'm giving it my all. I could feel the sky just right on my tail. And I thankfully, because I didn't have my buds in. I wasn't listening to music. I could hear his footfalls behind me. That allowed me to get, you know, to sort of get my second win. So like, we're like neck and neck. And then all of a sudden he just like gets this burst of energy. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So I also try to compensate to match his feet. And then we're literally like a couple of feet away from the finish line. And then I lunge forward. I beat him by a second. It was so close. Oh, he was, he had my number. He had my number. If the finish line was probably maybe 20 feet longer, he probably would have overcame me, but it was like almost a photo finish. And he, I mean, after that race, I felt so good. And I was thankful that my iPod died, because if I didn't, I probably wouldn't have heard him for me to, you know, give that extra, extra oomph. And also, I was thankful that he took the wrong turn because that killed his time. You know, that probably, you know, that allowed me to catch up to him during the first leg. Um, So that was a ton of fun. Um, But in the moment, it wasn't because, you know, I was trying to keep pace with this guy and he knew how to run. And for me, like, I, I was never a competitive runner. So for me to keep up with him, it was a rough, a rough 5K, but I mean, I ended up getting my best time. It was like 18 minutes and 40 seconds or something on a 5K. Um, I don't think I'll ever beat that. And honestly, if I go on a cruise again, I don't know if I'm going to run it's because I know that like, it won't be as enjoyable and I'm only going to want to get first. But again, I guess if I'm actually on a cruise, I'm probably just going to go ahead and do it again. Um, knowing me. But yeah, that's my story and how I I got my third first in a row, and it was a, it, it was a nail biter. That was for sure.
1: Oh man, the suspense was coming. I was like, oh man, what if he beats him? Oh, we're leading. Yeah, up like to what sp- if I trip? <laughs> man, you got me believing, and then all of a sudden you're gonna be like, and he beat me by half a second. I was gonna be like, oh.
0: Right, I know, I know. It was just perfect timing though, because like I said, it's, it's it's the finish line. You drew me done. into the story okay. though,
1: sir. You drew me in.
0: Thank you, thank you. I've been working on my storytelling.
1: Off. All right, you guys, let's see what time it is right now. Oh, my gosh, it is 1035. Otherwise known as Disney O'Clock. We're about 50 minutes into this episode. Ooh. That went long. That's all right. It though. Did. All right, you guys, we're going to hold off on any more stories because we want to have some more for later. Um, obviously, having been there a while, we have a lot. Hopefully, my brain can pull them out. Uh um,
0: well, hopefully we whetted your appetite. You want to learn, you want to know more of our stories. And we also want to hear from you, too. Let us know what some of your favorite Disney memories are.
1: Exactly. So make sure you uh, comment below, like, subscribe, all of which we are on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those things. Please make sure you do. And we we're on follow. iTunes. We're on Spotify. iTunes, sure. yes.
0: Yes. So make sure that you write us a review. Hit, Give us those five stars because this is the Disney magic, baby.
1: This is where you get your Disney fix. And then, guys, a couple things here. Um, I am working, I'm trying to work on getting the first video edited of Sam's um, cooking tutorial. Uh, we started off with something very simple. And I just want to have you guys remember, I am not a professional video videographer. I am not a professional photographer. I'm not a professional editor this is what i do in my free time just for fun on top of everything else that we do so oh, it's gonna look great it's gonna look great we'll see what I'm we can do and hopefully more and more down the road i can keep growing in that but it's gonna be fun um and then i did find um which me and greg want to talk about one day but i told greg we can't talk about it until i get the video edited for this other one <laughs> i found i thought i lost but i found some of the uh, pretty much all the videos um, that I took and pictures I took when me and my wife went to Victorian Alberts. So I thought I lost holy, everything, but I found the holy it. Grail. The holy grail. So once I get that video edited as well, we will do a whole podcast episode on that. Plus I will drop the video um, at the same time. So it will be a fun time moving forward in the future, you guys. And then hopefully yeah. me and Greg will be back together to record soon. And well, I don't know. We'll see what happens. See what happens. But yes. great, got some yes. new lighting in for the videos. Yes. Gonna We're
0: going to be, be popping. We're going to be popping with all of those LED lights. It's great.
1: Popping. 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 P-O-P. All right, you guys. It was fun. We will talk to you guys <laughs> later, all right? Yeah, thank you so much. Have a great night. Day, afternoon, whenever you watch this. Whenever. You know, do what whenever, you do.
0: Whenever, man. Yes.